Welcome to the Greyhound Girl podcast with your host, Dimity Ma. Proudly brought to you by Greyhound Performance Products. You can find them on Facebook or visit their website at greyhoundpp.com.au. We hope that you enjoy this episode and thanks to everyone for your support in promoting our wonderful industry. Tell me, firstly, because I actually don't don't know your backstory, how did you get started in greyhound racing? Um, I was working with a guy who um, had a, a bitch. Um, I think she won the Dapdo Public Place or something called um, Adris Echo. Oh, yeah, yep. Um, and then he went to uh, Bombastic Shiraz and there was a couple of pups for sale. Um, so I bought a pup off him, you know, he taught me to buy a pup. Yep. Um, ended up pulling a bustle in Shiraz and um, he uh, he won his first race at Wentworth Park and won over won about twenty one thousand dollars and um, that's how I got into it. So I was pretty lucky. Um, I was pretty lucky. The first ever experience in greyhound racing, we sort of got yep. you know we got a winner and a Wentworth Park winner. So I was sort of that's how that's how it all started. You know the old um the old beginner's luck um theory. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. What was it like um, winning your first, like with your first dog, winning a race at uh, Wentworth Park? Because I know we all aspire to it. It must have been, um, must have been a nice feeling. Oh, it was. It was, it was fantastic. And just getting into the sport, um, getting into it, I didn't really realise what it sort of meant at that time, you know. Yeah. And then when people said that, you know, we've been coming to Wentworth Park for years and never had a winner, and other people own dogs and sort of never won one at uh, Wentworth Park or. And stuff. I thought, well, wow, we're, we're blessed and we're lucky, you know. So, um, so I sort of sunk in after that. It was, it was amazing, you know, to have that, you know, and I still look back on that. And, um, and now we sort of set up and now we got into ground racing, which is a good story. Yeah, nice. And how, um, like, where did you progress from there? Did you think, okay, I want to get some more dogs to race or when did you sort of get a taste for the, the desire to breed? Uh, we ended up going crazy after that. <laughs> As we all do. <laughs> yes, yes, we kept buying and buying and sort of had that luck, you know, we thought this was easy. Uh, and then had that luck and then um, what we done was um, my racing partner, Mark Morton, um, he's good friends with Chris O'Brien. Yep. Um, so then we sort of, we started buying pups through his line, the Tiffy line, yep. um, which was good. So that's where we sort of sort of started buying through there and then when we had some winners through through Glamour Pack and Stiff Arm and that, so we, we sort of got that and then we bought Solar Pack after that so, and then that way we started talking about breeding um, after that. So once we started winning some races and tapped up and getting some better dogs, well, then, we, then we sort of got educated on the breeding side, the line side of it um, and then it sort of went from there, you know. So until we had some, you know, decent race dogs, Yep. That we wanted to breed with, um, and then we started looking at that and started studying a bit about size and different things and getting involved. And it was good, so I got the breeding license and yeah, I was going to say solar pack. You know, for for people that don't know, most people would. You know, the the mum of Feral Frankie, Good Old Serata, etc. Like, you know, obviously her first litter to Fernando Bell. You know, threw a few handy ones, but that collision litter was just. Those dogs were just on another planet. Could you believe how amazing they turned out? No, not at all. Like I thought after that first little Zagatti little digger and the, and the like, you know, that was amazing. But not the collision litter, you know, that was unbelievable. So um, that was just a, a match made in heaven, so to speak, you know. Um, 
it was probably, you know, probably one of the hottest, you know, hottest litters along with the chicken Descarta one, you know, they were going head to head with all of them. But, um, yeah, it was amazing. And to, and to be a part of it, even though we sort of didn't have Phil Frankie or good odds and that, to be a part of it and sell to some really wonderful people in the industry and have them have a great ride, you know, it was, it was just a fairy tale. Um, really, but um, you look back and think, well, would you ever breed another one like that? I don't think we will. Yeah. <laughs> how did you feel? How did you feel watching a race? Is you know, a lot of people describe it to me. They feel like a proud dad. You know, watch, watching a race. How, was that how you felt? Because I mean, obviously, Good Old Serata went on to win the Million Dollar Chase, and then Feral Frankie became you know the people's dog. Hearsay. Yeah. Yeah. Is that sort of how you felt? Yeah, it was sort of that we we probably got the feeling you didn't own them, but you sort of you're a massive part of it and you felt like a bit of an owner with it um and you felt like that sort of yeah yeah you're right you felt like that dad type you know like of the puffs um but yeah the ride even though we didn't own them and and no prize money which didn't matter to us um but the ride was unbelievable it was amazing to have the you know good odds i was out there when good odds are right away i was very emotional it was fantastic yeah the the lead up and the build up to it the lunch before it was amazing you know they've done a great job with that um, and then, and then, obviously, Feral will. Every time you watch Feral run around, you got tingles down your spine the way that he done. And I still remember the last race at Wentworth Park on that million dollar night, where sort of he, he was midfield around the back and took off, and and the cheers it was unbelievable. So, yeah. Something special, you know. It was really, really good. So, and um, I still go back now and watch replays. Oh, for you sure. Know, yeah, definitely. Now she's got um she's had a litter to King Lock Bray, which are just approaching um twelve months old, and then she's also recently had a couple to Zambora Brocky. How are they going? Yeah, good. Um, the Kinlocks have broken in. We've we've uh, we've got them getting broken in in October, actually, mid October. Yep. So they're booked in to go down to the game in Melbourne. So um, we've been up there. We're there at Glen Stars. We've been up there numerous times. They look fantastic. They're outgoing. You know, put together really well. So. And that American outcross, we're hoping that they'll, and then we can come back in through. Uh, they're fantastic. Um, the two little Zambora Brockies, um, they're going fantastic. You know, they're little uh, fatties, you know, which is good. But, uh, they're so, but um, now, mate, she's done a fantastic job. You know, we, uh, we, we, we were sort of 50 50 on going again with her. Um, but, you know, the vet's advice was that she was perfect inside and everything was fine. Nothing for me. She's always been a great mother. Some of her last siblings can um, pick up her legacy and keep going. Yeah, for sure. Now, do you have any? Um, do you have any current race dogs at the moment? Uh, no, I haven't. Um, I've got um, I've got four at the moment being um, being uh, they've been broken in and they're getting pre-trained at, um, at the moment. Yep. Um, they've got another three or four weeks to go. Yeah, nice. Now you said you attended the Million Dollar Chase night and that sort of thing. Do you have the opportunity to get out to many, um, many races? And what's, you know, especially I'm more interested to hear your first time um, impressions. What, what did you think of the the racing scene? Oh, the racing scene's fantastic. I think I think it's improved enormously. Like I, 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 after going through the, um, you know, when they closed it down and, um, and they done that. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think it was a good thing. I, probably it was probably a, um, a kick up the butt, if you know what I mean. Yes. Yeah. You know, to to help the industry. I think it's a fantastic industry. I think it's a great industry. I think it's a young person you know, get involved in it. Um, I think it's. Like, I still think we have a scratch of the way it can be. Yeah. But. I think what's going on now with the, with the um, you know, um, 
Greyhounders Pets program and and um, you know doing that, putting that in place and, and really uh, what's the words I'm trying to you know really scrutinise the industry and get it right. I think it's going to be amazing. It's only going to get bigger, you know. And then for a greyhound for a race for a million dollars, unbelievable. Yeah, you know, who would have thought? You know, who would ever thought that? Um, I think the racing's unbelievable now. The State of Origin series, all the cups, like it's 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 really it's really taken off and it's and it's getting a lot of exposure now. You know, so it's it's the industry standing up actually. It's going. Now, do you have um do you have a favourite trainer or trainers or dogs that you like to follow? Um, oh look, <clears throat> I I race with some amazing trainer, You know, I. You know, I've been involved with him for a little bit now. Um, I look back at my time and thought, I wish I knew, I knew him earlier. Yep. You know, but um, <laughs> mate, he's just he's just he's just kind, caring trainer. He, he just treats the dogs right. He knows what he does. He sets them right. Like he's just a professional. You can see what he does when he, you know, he's, he's got that strike right now. You know, he's um, he's really coming on that dog sometimes. So he's got a lot of experience. He'll travel anywhere. You know, he'll go to Melbourne, he'll go to Brisbane. Favorite dogs? Well, um, only only good odds are out of Frankie. <laughs> <laughs> a bit biased. Um, nah, no, nah, no. Nah. Like I, I like like I, I approve any dog. You know, Seneki and um, you know Whiskey Riot. Yep. Um, you know, um, Hooked on Scotch was great. Um, you know, I love Tommy Shelby. You know, Tommy Shelby's fantastic. Um, and and you know like the other one like Fernando Bale like when I was in at Fernando Bale he was just a machine he was a freak you know so yeah hundred percent no beautiful well look best of luck with um with the little puppies and hopefully there's another good old Serrata or Phil Frankie on the horizon and yeah um go the dogs well that's good yeah that's well that's right but I, I don't you know like I, look you. I'm a bloke who lives by can't have your cake and eat it too, but like if I'm breeding, you know, I've been lucky enough to breed them and sell them, and, and, uh, you know, that's sort of, that's that's a good way out of buzz for me. Yeah. But I love to see owners who put in big money and, and buy pubs for big money and they're, and they're successful. You know, that's 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 what I get. You know, so I, you know, if I and I've got the daughter, so if the pubs go good, well, I've got the daughter. So 100%. I'm sort of we're sort of we're sort of more breeding now than racing, you know. But yep. you know, the time will come when we've got some pubs and. And um, so uh, one day one will come along that we'll get, you know, so um, when that time comes, we'll all enjoy it, you know. You've been listening to the Greyhound Girl Podcasts with Dimity Ma, proudly brought to you by Greyhound Performance Products. You can find them on Facebook or their website, greyhoundpp.com.au.